Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Mr. Robot. titled EPS 2.1 underscore K3RNEL-PAN1C.KSD. Of course, we are now going into entirely different forms of unreadable titles. God forbid we get the same permutation over and over again. Now I have to I have to stay on my toes with these episode titles. One day it'll be a similar permutation of the episode before that. And the next day, it'll be something entirely different. God, this is literally... I've said this before, I'll say it again. This is literally the only drawback of doing an entire season of this podcast on Mr. Robot, the greatest show ever made. Is these goddamn episode titles. Uh, But anyway, bunch of stuff going on here. Lots to talk about here. So, we kick off this episode. And there's a flashback. To open things up. Because of course there is. And. Actually. We kind of talked about this before. We've kind of already seen a couple of examples of this. But season 2 has a lot of this type of stuff. Where they do flashbacks. That aren't entirely necessary. If we're being brutally honest. But. They're just nice to see. Like every flashback we get. Goes like. Oh that's nice. It's kind of cool that we got to see that. Uh, we saw that with uh, the first episode, where we had both flashbacks to the Night of the Hack and to uh, Elliot getting his arm broken by getting pushed out the window when he was a kid. Like, we have a lot of moments like this, in season two especially. And there's another one of those. Uh, we see Romero... Apparently, Romero's the one that came to have society with the arcade. Like, hey, you guys want a hideout? I got you a hideout. This is an arcade. And then Mobley's like, hey, you want to join us? And Romero's like, no. And Mobley's like, seriously, you want to join us? And Romero's like, okay. And that's the flashback. And then we go to present day and we deal with present day shenanigans with Elliot uh, right where we left him 
mysteriously on the phone with Tyrell. And we get this really weird exchange where Elliot's like, where are you? I can't say. Not where I'm supposed to be. Where's that? I can't say. And then Mr. Robot just shows up, hangs up the phone, and is like, he said he can't say. He can't say, asshole. And then Elliot and Mr. Robot get into another argument, which is punctuated by the news that Gideon is dead. Suffice it to say, a roller coaster of a scene, a roller coaster of a way to open this episode for Elliot. And then he goes on this new gambit. Where in order to get Mr. Robot, he just gets a shit ton of Adderall. And just starts popping Adderall pills like candy. And he's doing this to try and get Mr. Robot out of his head. Mr. Robot, of course, doesn't like this. So Mr. Robot tries to stop him from taking said Adderall. And the result of this is... Maybe the most bizarre scene in any form of media ever. So Elliot's walking down the street, is captured by these men in black, who take him off to some random warehouse, where they mix cement and pour it down his throat. It is then revealed that none of this was actually happening, it was a Mr. Robot-induced hallucination... And it was all for Mr. Robot to get Elliot to stick his finger down his throat and puke up all the Adderall. And then, as if this scene wasn't bizarre enough, as Mr. Robot's going on his whole rant about how he won't be uh, killed, he won't be exercised, he won't be cast out, blah, 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 Elliot just starts... (laughs) Elliot starts... Digging through his own puke. And like picks up the Adderall from the puke and puts it back in his... Puts it back in his mouth. (laughs) Uh, no. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I forgot this scene existed. And now I really wish it had stayed forgotten. (laughs) Oh. Here's the worst part. After this episode, after I watched the episode, but before I started recording, I just had dinner. (laughs) I didn't think about this. I didn't think, hey, I have to relive this disgusting scene on a full stomach. I didn't think about that. Like, I knew the scene existed. I just watched it. But then before recording, I ate dinner. And, oh, this was a bad plan. I'm gonna take a Tums after this. <laughs> oh, why did I do it? <laughs> so, uh, after Elliot readjusts the puke Adderall, <laughs> after Elliot, <laughs> I can't, I can't say it. Oh, after Elliot readjusts the puke Adderall, 
after that. Uh, he's his life's going great. He's gone three days without sleep. The Adderall has exercised Mr. Robot from his brain. He's going around all happy, 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 and is actually taking pleasure in everything. In Leon Seinfeld rants, uh, in the basketball games, in church groups, in doing the housework. It's all perfect. Yay! And then it all comes crashing down, and Elliot's like, you're not buying any of this either, are you? <laughs> and then we see that he is very quickly running out of Adderall. Uh, he is very quickly running out of, out of steam, is very quickly getting fatigued after now five days without sleep. And now he's withdrawing and crashing, in his own words. Uh, internal fatal error, a kernel panic. Hey, look, that's maybe the title of this episode. That's part of it. Like, the E is a three and the I is a one. And it's bridged by underscores and dashes and .ksd and ESPS 2.1s. But somewhere in there, that's the title of the episode. (laughs) God, these goddamn episode titles. And this complete collapse comes to a climax in the most brilliant way possible. I love this moment uh, where he's in the church group and Elliot just goes on a rant about how God is bullshit. Goes on like a major rant about how God is and religion in general is an opiate of the masses. A rant, like a god-tier god rant. (laughs) Like the level of rant that would make no illusions from the scathing atheist shit himself and just quit everything. (laughs) Because he will never get to this level. Like, oh my god. This monologue is so perfect. And encapsulates everything I love about the cynicism worldview of Elliot. And then he gets to the end of it and it's just like, shit, did I just say that out loud? Oh crap, I did. And then he just bolts. He just leaves. Like, oh my god, that was brilliant. That was so, so goddamn brilliant. And then there's Ray. So Ray... By the way, I remembered the name of Craig Robinson's character. His name is Ray. Ray! Not what we thought he was. First off, he's a crazy man. Uh, he's just talking to his wife, who is non-existent. He's just... Apparently, his wife is dead. And he's just talking to her for no reason. Also, he's maybe a criminal? Because he goes to this one dude's house and is like, The site's been down for too long. I need it back up. And if you do it, you get your money and maybe your health. You see, he has like a big black eye. The dude's like, no, I can't do it. You need this, 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 and this. In other words, you need Elliot. And then he goes back out to the car and is like, Hey, dude, just because you beat the shit out of someone doesn't mean, like, they'll know something they don't. We're not animals. We need someone who could do this thing he was talking about. Like, 
He's possibly a criminal. He's weird. He is, in many ways, he is this season's Tyrell. Like, I get that Tyrell's still very much a thing, but, like, the way Tyrell was in season one, where he was just this enigma of a man, Ray very much is in season two. At least in these early episodes. Like, he's just like, what is going on with him? And then he goes to Elliot and is like, hey, you uh, threw this journal in the trash on your way out of the church group. Uh, here you go. So, um, you still seeing this guy that you were talking about in the journal? You know, I, we're not, we're not that different. I, like, just talk out loud when I'm eating my breakfast to my wife for no reason. And they have this big heart-to-heart. Ray sort of puts Elliot back on the right path, tells him, like, Hey, uh, the whole get up when you fall is bullshit. Life's not about getting up. It's about the fall. It's about stumbling forward. And he sort of resets Elliot's compass. Uh, he goes to set up a chess game for him and Elliot to play. And boom, Mr. Robot's back. And they're not on the best of terms, <laughs> to say the least. So there's that. Elliot's in a weird place. Uh, meanwhile, F Society's not doing much better without Elliot because Mobley goes over to Romero's house and is like, Hey, Romero, how you doing? Oh, shit. You're dead. Bye? <laughs> It doesn't quite go like that. There's a bit more drama to it. But, yeah, Romero is super dead. He has been shot. He is bleeding out on the floor. He has been, from what it looks like, it appears that he has been brutally, brutally murdered. And Mobley goes back to F-Society and is like, Someone's taken us out between Gideon and now Romero. Someone's taken out everyone who had anything to do with the hack. It's the Dark Army, man! And Darlene's like, what are you talking about? No, they don't know who any of you are. It's just me. I'm the only one who's talking to them. You're not the only one. It could be Elliot. And Darlene's like, no, he would never. I'm going to talk to Elliot, straighten this whole thing out. In the meantime, be cool. And then Darlene leaves, and Mobley and Trenton are like, yeah, we need to get the F out. Mobley just tells Trenton, like, I don't trust her or her crazy-ass brother. We need to do something. Meanwhile, uh, Dom, uh, Dominique DePiro, the FBI agent we met in the last episode, uh, she's investigating Romero's death. Uh, And in between showcases of her Pathetic, pathetic, pathetic lonely life, which is quite honestly sad, and if I'm being honest, in some aspects, uh, a bit too real. I'm so alone. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but we see some of Dom's very pathetic lonely life. And then in between that, we see Dom investigating Romero. 
we get this great scene with like that one really sick cop who just keeps sneezing on everything and Dom's like, hey, no, you shouldn't be doing this. Go home. And Dom's just like following these leads on Romero. Uh, She sits down and talks to Romero's mother. And as she's doing that, she finds an end of the world party flyer. Remember the end of the world party that F Society threw after the hack to sort of make everything a Petri dish at the arcade. And no one could possibly trace back the core members. So Dom takes this, goes to the address on it, finds the arcade at Coney Island, and then looks up, sees the sign on the building. Uh, It's supposed to be Fun Society, but the UN is gone. So it just says F Society. And Dom has that great line of like, you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like, oh my god, how did they not notice? How did they not notice? How did no one notice? (laughs) There was literally a building that said F Society on it. Dude, that says F Society. I'm sure that has nothing to do with the Hacker Collective. Duh. <laughs> like, just what the hell? How? <laughs> How did no one notice this? They, they really were hiding in plain sight. It's kind of great, actually. But yeah, we get that. We get more of a look at... Dom's whole world as she's investigating F society and being a pathetic, pathetic person. And then there's Angela, who has a very odd thing happen to her this episode. So she walks into Price's office, and Price is like, You should come to dinner with me tonight. They have some great insert pretentious food name here. I have a reservation. Let's, let's go. And so she goes to dinner with Price and she meets two other E-Corp execs there. Hey, have a nice dinner, blah, 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 whatever. And then the other two execs leave and Price says, man, those are, those are good guys. They're family men. They have kids. Uh, One of them spearheaded our charity work. They also have one thing in common. They were both in the room with Terry Colby when they decided to cover up the, the people dying of leukemia. And Angela's face just, like, completely just shifts in this moment like what the hell like she just had dinner unknowingly with two people who were in the room when they made the decision ah screw the little guy we'll kill this woman we'll kill this dude whatever and then price goes on and is like 
we've also recently found out that they are involved in insider trading. Gives her a disc. This has enough evidence to put them away for a long time. You have a big decision to make. And then he just leaves. Like, holy crap. What a power move. My God. So yeah, that's the episode. Uh, it was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster of an episode. Uh, we saw Angela meet two of her mother's indirect killers without knowing it. We saw uh, a really, really pathetic, lonely FBI agent who uh, just talks to her Alexa and uh, goes into sex chat rooms at, like, four in the morning. Romero died. And uh, I'm not even going to say the other thing. Uh, I'm just going to end it now before I legit throw up. Oh my god. By the way, I'm only... I am only a tiny bit exaggerating. (laughs) Like, I am not exaggerating my gags that much. Like, it's just... Oh, it's disgusting. Definitely taking a Tums when this is over. Uh, If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash ThomasClark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 4. Talk to you then.